superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury reports Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shuffle, pay-per-view, points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out What is happening to my love? Chillin', chillin' Same old, same old so did you hear about what uh, Triple H said about uh, The Rock and Cena? No. No. No? Well, I guess I'll tell you. <laughs> he said, no matter how busy they are, I know that at any time there's an opportunity, where would you say to them? Uh, hey, you can enter the ring in WWE and do this. There's a part of them that goes, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So... I'm assuming both of these guys are going to be returning soon. Yeah. SummerSlam, perhaps. Because remember I said, uh, last week or the week before that, I did say that um, that uh, they, were, they want to make SummerSlam uh, this year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Yep. So uh, one of the things I said was about Cardi B. How? So I don't think she's going to be doing any kind of arrow in the ring. Well, she's going to go up and it's up and it's up and it's up. I don't, yep. I don't, I don't understand that reference. It's her song. <laughs> oh, Clay, you knew? <laughs> Clay's like, it's her song, man. Get it together. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Um, yeah, well, you know, she's not. Um, at, because remember, what was it? Was it during WrestleMania season or a while of longer longer that she had some beef with Sasha? With Sasha? Yeah. yeah. Online, some crazy shit. And I think it was along the lines of uh, who was that rapper that was trying to <laughs> fucking go after Randy Orton? Uh, do you remember? Was it Machine Gun Kelly? No, no, it wasn't Machine that Gun Kelly. That was Kevin Kelly. Owens. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, yeah. Yeah. Give me a break. Soldier Boy, get the fuck out of here. You haven't been relevant since 1983. Give me a fucking break. (laughs) Seriously. Get out of here with that bullshit. Randy Randy will kill you, dude. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Now, if there was a matchup... Okay, here's a good question before we go to our post. If there was a matchup between um, Sasha Banks and Cardi B, who would you go for? Cardi B's whooping that ass. Cardi B's whooping that ass. Really? Just because she's from the Bronx? Or Brooklyn? No, she's from the Bronx. Yeah. I'm from the Bronx. Cardi's on that hood-level stuff, so I guarantee it. You don't think Sasha is? Uh, no, she's she's pretend hood. Uh, Card Cardi, I think is legit hood. Her cousin is Snoop Dogg. 
Uh, ain't the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just because your cousins with somebody doesn't make you yeah, it. Though. I know. You know, so, really, you guys really, you know what? Put that on the goddamn Facebook page. I want to see what yes. people say. <laughs> yes. Seriously. That's, that's all right. That's, odd. that's legit. Legit, boss. All right. So, what about Soldier Boy and Orton? Orton. Oh, Randy, all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Randy's going to keep that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's get on with the show, shall we? Let's get straight on to the spotlight. Yes, Lance Storm in the spotlight. And before I go any further, I have to tell you this. The spotlight that I picked with, for Lance Storm, I picked the question, is Lance Storm a WWE Hall of Famer? Now, when I asked this question on Twitter, Lance Storm himself not only liked the post, he also voted no for himself. Damn. So I don't know what it is, but don't feel bad if you don't want to vote yes for Lance Storm is what all I'm saying. So is Lance Storm a WWE Hall of Famer? In my opinion, no, he is not. I think he's an excellent trainer. I think he's one of the top trainers in wrestling. Um, but when it comes to his career, ECW, WCW, uh, WWE, he was legit, but character-wise, it just wasn't there. There's no charisma. He's an excellent wrestler, but there's no charisma. He reminds me a lot of Dean Malenko, where Dean Malenko is one of the best wrestlers we've ever seen, but there's no character there. So what does that tell you? It's just like you need some. I mean, yeah. look at the characters we have in the Hall of Fame. You have Coco Beware, right? More character <laughs> than wrestling. I think uh, we have Hillbilly Jim, more character than wrestling. Lance Storm is a wrestler's wrestler, but you need a little bit of character at least to be a Hall of Famer, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Uh, Clay, yeah. what are your thoughts? WWE Hall of Famer or no? I I would have to say no. Honestly, with the whole character thing, like exactly like you said, Lance Storm is a great wrestler. That always has been, no matter where he's been. But he's just so bland. Anytime he was in the ring, it was like, oh, it's you know, it, not really excitement. It's like yeah, yeah. for the pro for a like wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, I could see it if he was a legit wrestler, you know, like that. But pro wrestling, yeah, he's got to have some like qua, as you would say. Yeah, just kind of be and, noticed. And you know, he did have that one character towards the end of his WWE run where he was doing the dancing around and doing all these other things, but it still was just like, yeah. oh, come on, Lance. That's cringy. Uh, <laughs> Tony, what are your thoughts? Is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, man, I don't know. I think it's borderline, to be honest. He was a really damn good wrestler. You know, he has a school out in Alberta, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Whether uh, he belongs in the Hall of Fame, I don't, I don't know. What did he do that was really impactful in wrestling? Um, what did Coco Beware do that was impactful in wrestling? And he's still yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Um, Bert, Bert, Bert. I mean, seriously. I mean, I can go on and on and on about the people that are in the Hall of Fame who are pretty bland, and uh, they're in. Um, I must say, if I had to really choose, I would say, yeah. Yeah, he was okay. a very, very good wrestler. Technical, everything, storyline telling and everything. Storyline was very, very big for him. Um, mm -hmm. 
that's not it, that's kind of like a lost art nowadays in wrestling. Um, but oh, man, I would say yes. I would say yes. Um, only because you know he has did a lot in his career, and for a person like himself, and I think the reason why, and 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 I'm not dissing on anybody. I don't want this to come off wrong. But the way he was, it's kind of like how AJ Styles is. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying that is because he, like, he goes to these road shows. He doesn't party with the boys. He doesn't, like, hang with the boys. He doesn't do any of that stuff. He just, you know, as soon as he's done wrestling his match, he makes sure everything's copacetic. And then, boom, he leaves, goes to the hotel room. You know, he was a married man, I think, almost his whole career, I could be wrong. You know, yeah. Either way, he was he was a married man. And he had children. And that was his priority. Not not going out and partying and doing all the crazy shit that you hear some of these wrestlers did when back in the day uh, or even now, you know, and AJ is the same way. That's why I brought up AJ, because AJ, he's when he's done, he goes right to the hotel room, plays his video games, goes on Twitch, you know, and he takes care of his family. He's doing all this for his family. And that's how Lance Storm was. So. How does that relate to his in-ring work? Well, he he, he, was, he it was kind of the same because he treated it serious. He treated pro wrestling very, very serious. He didn't believe in, like, gimmicks or or characters. It was like, you are your own character. Um, is he bland? Yeah, I'd say he is. But, damn, he's a good wrestler. And, and I got to throw this out to you guys, too. What do you guys thought of him when he was in ECW? He killed it in there. No, he did. He was, yeah. listen, he's legendary. Don't get me wrong. He's an iconic wrestler. Like, I, I got to give him that. ECW, WCW, everywhere he's gone, he's always been a top-notch guy. But like you said, he's bland, man. He needs a little <laughs> sofrito, a little spice, you know, a little adobo or something. Um, yes, that's what, he's just missing it, man. He's, yeah. It's just the crew cut, haircut, and all that stuff. It was just like, uh, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, you know where he would fit in. To be honest, if he was still wrestling now, you know who he would fit in with, Imperium. Yes, mm. yes, yes. He would fit in really good with that. <laughs> yes, he would. Well, seventy-six uh, percent of the people agree with you, Tony. That yes, he should be- belong oh, in wow. the Hall of Fame. Twenty-four percent say no, including himself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, though, that he just, yeah. nah, I don't belong in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Suck the hell out of you still, Lance Storm. Yeah. 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 Just remember right. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is your uh, Facebook post for this week. Didn't really do much. There was a lot going on this week, but um, live fans, two weeks. Well, yes. no, the first one is AEW, isn't it? Next week? <clears throat> yep. In Miami, yep. I think, or someplace like that. Yep. So, AEW starting it off with the live fans. I mean, even though at, over there at Daly's place, there were live fans there. Um, I think in more of this is going to be arena type, like how they did before. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that setup too. I like it like that. Um, not bad. Not too shabby. We'll see what happens. And then uh, a week after that, right, is uh, money in the bank. Is it really? I thought I thought they do one live show on SmackDown and then yeah yeah, the bank, yeah. right SmackDown and then Money in the Bank yep, yeah you're right all right so then SmackDown on the 14th I believe or some shit like that uh, they'll have their live crowd so I think things are going to change 
I really do. I think the fact, and not to be off subject, but I just wanted to throw this out there because I was I've been thinking about this because Keith Lee's missing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, Damian Priest finally showed up in a battle. Room. I thought he was gone too. I was like, where the hell was he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he had it was funny because they're saying that he had some back issues. But he was trying to deal with that. And then they say he had personal issues that he was trying to mm. he was dealing with back home. So whatever it was, glad to see him back either way. But <clears throat> my thing is, is that um, with the light, with this pandemic pandemic era of wrestling, it was really hard, really hard to, I guess, say what's working and what's not. Um, we were shocked as hell that Aleister Black was let go, right? I think that's yes. probably one of the biggest shockers there. Braun Strowman, same thing. I think those two were probably the biggest shot shockers uh, besides the Iconics. I mean, I can probably go on, actually. But I think, honestly, if there was a live crowd, I don't think they would have been released. I don't think so. I, th- I think um, everybody else that they released, yeah, because they were they, number one, they weren't being used. Number two, I mean, uh, I'm throwing this out there mainly because of Billy Kay, okay? Mainly because of Billy Kay. Everybody loved Billy Kay, and and then the gimmick that she was, even when when they were split up, Billy yep. Kay seemed still seemed to make it work. Yep. yep. And I think if that was a live crowd, I seriously do not think that she would have been released. I really don't. And <clears throat> I'm going to go out on a limb and say Braun, too. I don't yeah. think he would have been um, let go. Uh, Aleister Black, I don't think he would have been let go. I really don't. I really don't. And uh, we'll talk more about on what happened on SmackDown later yeah. on the show. Uh, it is time right now for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! All right, Cody Rhodes turns 36 years old. Seriously, wow. you can't go one freaking episode without mentioning Cody Rhodes. <laughs> 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 and of course, the legend himself, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hart turns 64 years old. Dang. Yes. Wow. Yes. All right, with that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Sad news in the wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen. Del Wilkes, a.k.a. The Patriot, has passed away at 59 due to a heart attack. What? Yes. When did this happen? Earlier in the week, uh, passed away, yeah. Really? Yeah, Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, shit. So our condolences go out to the Patriots family, Del Wilkes family, and uh, wow! Hope you get through this hard time. Uh, wow. Fifty-nine, young age, man, young age. Yeah, wow. I didn't even know. I did not know that. Yeah. And he was. Uh, you guys remember Paul Roma? Yes. Yes. Paul Roma. You guys remember him? Um, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and Paul Roma was live sometime last week, and he had him on it. That's why wow. I'm like, wow, shit. You know, I look. I listened to. I was. I went on there for a few minutes to see, but uh, they were talking about there was. It wasn't wrestling related, so yeah. I didn't want to know anything about it. So, <laughs> wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, Sanjay Dutt joins AEW as a producer. 
as of being let go from WWE. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah sure. No. Sure. All right. Darby Allen is joining Jackass Four Cast. Yeah. Seriously. What? Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so he'll be part of that. No. No. Okay. No. Wow. <laughs> Ronda Rousey is expecting a baby girl. Baby girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's always awesome. I can't believe how much of a video game nerd she is. Yeah, holy shit! She like I follow her on Facebook too, and she's on there almost every day playing the weirdest games. Yeah. Weird games, yeah. I think the only game that I, I actually watched her play the whole thing was uh, Red Dead uh, Redemption. Redemption, 2. yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, wow. I can- Nerd alert! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, listen, man. We do a wrestling podcast. I mean, can't get any more nerdier than that. I was all but like, it's real. Uh, yeah, yeah. Damn it, it's real. It's real to me. So uh, speaking of real, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins got married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got hitched. He got hitched. <laughs> yes, Becky. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dude, now imagine that shit. Do you, Seth Lo- Lopez? Yes, something like that. Seth yeah. Lopez, take the Becky. I know it's not Lynch. It's something else. I do. <laughs> I'm the Messiah. Don't you know? I do. I already married her. You just don't. I can't do that. I married her myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, last but I not did my least. own wedding. <laughs> now this is gonna make Tony choke on his saliva. The WWE ranked the New Day as the number one tag team Jesus of all Christ. time. When you posted that, I was so <clears throat> flabbergasted. I didn't know what to say. I didn't. And I'll tell you this. At number two, the Hardy Boys. I'm still upset about that as well. Wow. New Day and the Hardy Boys, top two taxis of all time. You got the Hart Foundation at number three. Edge and Christian at number four. At number five, the Dudley Boys. At number six is where the Legion of Doom comes in. <laughs> And, and and if that doesn't scratch your balls, at number thirty-four is the natural disasters. What is this? <laughs> oh Lord, conspiracy! What, what world are we living in? The natural disasters are not a top two team of all time. Top two. <laughs> top two. <laughs> I love them. I oh, love them. Yeah, yeah. That, no, nah, that's a shame. Yeah, I mean, is. we had our own little tournament. Yes, we did. A while back, uh, tag team, best tag team, and Road Warriors won it. Yeah. Who, who came been. up with this list anyway? WWE. Mm. Wait, and that's WWE came up with this shit? Yes. They should be. Yes. Ashamed. They should be ashamed of themselves. And I can't believe yeah. they left the Legion of Doom out of the top five. At least I can't believe I, I know they're at six, but. Still, I'm still upset that the Hardy Boys are number two. I am well, sorry. I'm sorry. I yeah. don't like that that they're number two. New Day number one is blasphemous. Just mm. you think? Yes. 
Oh I don't agree God. with this I'm at all. Falling of the head. Oh my lord. It's a new day. Yes, it is. This came out right after Raw. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. With that being said, it is now time oh. for the rumors with Mr. Antonio well, Diaz. Before we go to the rumors, I forgot we had a um, we did had a post. Oh uh, yes, to go over. I forgot. So after we'll we'll do the post and then we'll do my rumors. But uh, the post it was about uh, your thoughts on Eva Marie and Dewdrop. <laughs> yes. Mm. What are your thoughts? And uh, yeah, not. Oh my lord. Uh Matt Novak, he said terrible idea from Bad Creative. Elio Canella even chimed in and he says, Where do I even begin? The first thought that comes to mind is what the fuck? The Eva Marie character, I knew it ended up being the same. But Piper Nevin, this is a woman who had matches with Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. She had a, a false count anywhere match against Kay LeRae. Lee Ray, sorry. Then, Kylie Ray. Uh, Kylie Ray, I said that. Then you move her <laughs> to the main roster and this is what you give her to work with. I think she deserves better. So, wow, Elio. Elio wow. was quite upset. First of all, you guys need to keep Eva Marie's name with respect. Never. All right? She no. deserves it. One Never. of the best wait, women's there, wrestlers of all time. There's there's more. Michael Roman says, I wish they could let Eva wrestle. Yes. That guy deserves a plaque. No, he does not. Uh, <laughs> he says, not sure yet. Can't figure out what their angle is. Bro, you can't figure it out by now. Uh, well, someone's on your side, Rick. Brandon Cocker, Crocker, he says, I like it. I like it a lot. That's all he said was that I like it. Dude Hall, he says, just another WWE trash gimmick. Ouch. Jill uh, Patterson says, I don't think it's going to be long before Piper, I mean, Dewdrop smacks Eva Marie into next month. Well, I hope it's not long. Nate Pitsenbarger says, Dewdrop will leave Eva behind and get to the next Raw Women's Champ. Esteban Mendez says, they fucked it up. <laughs> That's how he wrote it, too. You could have drew major heat having Dewdrop wrestle in her name and make her champion, but it's already screwed and no one cares. Ben Hameen Mattel, he said, this is just me, but even Marie versus anyone is any rest in any wrestling company could out wrestle even Marie. <laughs> wow. Even if she's just starting out, could probably out wrestle her. <laughs> Damn. That, 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 god dang, that's, that's a little rough. Um, but seriously, I mean, I'm not going to go to you, Rick, because I know what you're going to say, but Clay. <laughs> What are your thoughts on this whole thing with Eva Marie and Dewdrop? She's amazing. <laughs> it's stupid. It is so stupid. The whole, and like Elio said too, and now like I said last week, Eva Marie is the same character she was before she left the company. She's not wrestling at all. She's out there floundering herself, not getting in the ring one damn bit. And it's, it's sickening to me because you are, like I said, a professional wrestler. Get in the ring. That's all I got to say to that. This whole thing is stupid. And I feel like they're running Piper's career down the drain. The more they do yeah. it. Her name is Dewdrop. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I ain't doing a Dewdrop shit. Primity. But here's my issue. Okay. Is that when Rick explained what Dewdrop meant. I'm sorry, but they haven't showed Piper has not showed any signs of being 
a dewdrop. Yeah. Not one. No. Not no, one. but the dew is dewdrop because it's in the eyes of Eva Marie. Eva Marie believes. No, I. Yeah, but I get that. But but the thing of it is, what what's bothering me the most is that there was nothing to show why Piper Nevin is with Eva Marie to begin with. No, right. they just said go with her. Let, That's it. Let me say nothing. Let me say one I mean, thing I, though about. Oh, I'm sorry. But I would I, no. But what I was gonna say is, I would understand it better if let's just say Eva Marie was walking and then Piper was just you know as she's walking they filming her walking and then piper crosses her path and then piper goes oh i like your outfit oh my god thank you so and then she gets like that and then all of a sudden come here come on hang out with me then i can see the name dude them giving her dewdrop but they didn't do no angle no nothing to suggest why piper is with eva marie to begin with that's that's where i'm coming from they had none go ahead clay no i was just gonna say too and thinking about this while i was watching aew Vicky Guerrero has done more as a professional wrestler than Eva Marie has. <laughs> that and that's you know I'm saying Ladies that. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 280 will be Clay Cummings' wow. last episode on the Wrestling POV podcast. It's the wrong of Eva Marie. Well, it's wrong. the truth though. Like the she truth actually shall not set you free on this show. Yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. I'm not. This is Tony Diaz's last episode. <laughs> okay, uh, Rick, explain yourself with this whole Eva Marie. And Eva Marie is amazing, man. She gets How a lot is of she heat. Amazing. She gets heat. She gets heat for being beautiful. She gets heat because she, she can't wrestle. She gets heat because she can't do the fandango. Remember that? Oh, do I have to remind? Yes. No, you don't. You know, Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal. Who the hell hell is Ginger Mahal, man? Fuck him. Ginger. That's what he is. (laughs) You got to go with that. No, honestly, I just, I really like her character. I like, I like what she can do uh, with the, with her words. Um, I would like to see her more in the ring, obviously. Um, I think she definitely needs to get in the ring. I agree with Clay on that. Um, But, uh, but, I like this whole thing with Dewdrop. I really think it's it's going somewhere. I think oh, it's gonna lead awful. to Dewdrop spazzing out, or maybe going all in because all red everything can get her to higher peaks in her career, possibly. Maybe she gets her an opportunity to get into the Money in the Bank ladder match or something like that. You know, so we'll see. That's that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of opinions. Uh, before we go into Tony uh, Diaz's rumors, we is now time for the NXT UK report with our UK correspondent, Matt Novak. Matt, take it away. Hello again, and welcome back to the NXT UK report. Isla Dawn opened up the show this week, facing off against Millie McKenzie. Dawn came into the match with momentum behind her, having won the previous two encounters. Uh, this time, she was no match for McKenzie, though, who picked up the win via a running knee and firmly put herself in the title contention. Um, I've said it before, um, but I have high hopes for Millie McKenzie. She's only small, but by God, she's powerful. She really, really does make the most of her stature. The second match was a Heritage Cup bout with Tyler Bate defending the cup against Jack Stars. Like we've said before on the show, the Heritage Cup format is a terrible one. And I just really struggled to get into this match um, with the countless stoppages between the rounds. and It just... It doesn't ever flow. It's never really that entertaining. 
Stars took bait to the final round though, um, but there was only ever going to be one winner in this. Um, in his first title defence of the cup, Bait picked up the win. There was a promo package next, which gave us the answer to who in the world Blair Davenport is. And, oh my god, I couldn't be any happier. The rumours are true, and Bea Priestley is here, just in typical WWE fashion, under a new name. This could be huge for the women's division, guys. She has wrestled all over the world. Um, until the pandemic hit, but she was wrestling in AEW, New Japan, amongst various other independents. Uh, my question is, does this entice her boyfriend, Will Ospreay, to dip his toe into the WWE? As clearly their joint Japan career plans, well, they're in tatters now, clearly. Next, in yet another women's base match, we saw Aoife Valkyrie absolutely destroy Mila Schmidt in what can only be described as a squash match. I'm sure a backstage segment or something would have been sufficient for this, but it's just, it was a total waste of a match. Yeah, it really was. Aoife Valkyrie picked up the win really easily. It just, it really just was an absolute waste of time of five minutes of my day. In the main event, Jordan Devlin took on A-Kid, who was looking to bounce back from a Heritage Cup loss debate. This match was solid and both showed really good ring chemistry with each other. Um, they were given a good amount of time and although this was the case, they kept the pace up throughout and made the most of their opportunity. Devlin picked up the win via a gruesome submission and I'm not sure where that's going to lead to. Um, if A-Kid's going to be written off telly for a while or exactly what, but it looked gruesome. He ripped his knee right out of his socket. Devlin, he's, he's another wrestler who showed huge potential and, and was in line to be Finn Balor's protege, but this seems to have hit a roadblock uh, given his history with being linked to the Me Too movement that rocked the UK scene last year. Um, obviously the pandemic hasn't helped, but I just, I just hope that his career isn't totally restricted to NXT UK. He's got huge potential and he could definitely move on. Overall, the night was a great show and didn't ever really lose my attention other than that squash match. I'd give it a three and a half star for the whole show. Yeah, really quite entertaining. This is Matt Novak and that is the NXT UK Report. Thank you for that, Matt. Matt Novak is my buddy. My buddy. My buddy. <laughs> yeah, he just does Eva Marie too, remember? Yeah, that's true. Fuck you, Matt. With that being <laughs> said, it is now time for the rumors with Tony Diaz. All right, uh, this one here, uh, you guys are going to crack up with, I guess. I don't even know, but Alberto Del Rio wants to finish his wrestling career in WWE. Stop. Stop. Good luck. <laughs> Good Vince luck. would hire him back. Vince loves him. I have a feeling Vince loves Alberto Del Rio. He does. So he will bring him back. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else will be like, no, 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 Vince, no. Oh, mm -hmm. he's sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All I gotta say to him is good luck. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, those charges were dropped. I heard too. Remember? Yep. Yeah. True. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, Arturo Ruas and Marina uh -huh. Shafir. They were both planned to be members of the Diamond Mine in NXT before they were released. Wow. Oh, yep. Yep. Hmm. Uh, interesting about that. So, yeah. Actually, I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> yeah. Better than Rust. It's better than what they have yeah. now. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yes. For those that are curious about the whereabouts of Bray Wyatt, it's worth noting that The Fiend has been advertised for the August 9th episode of Raw. Okay. So, taking another month off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
like, uh, bro, um, you gonna come to work or right? <laughs> Talking about people being released, Jesus Christ, they're, they're not letting him go. Oh, no, there's no way they're gonna let him go. No, 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 no. Oh, that'd be probably one of the biggest mistakes they've ever made. Yeah, yep, ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, but seems like he ain't gonna be back until August 9th. So I, I'm assuming they're coming up. He's coming up with some more shit. Yeah, I'm assuming. But uh, you know what they say about people who assume. Uh, what else I got? Oh, MVP uh, was backstage at NXT this week. And that's noteworthy because that's not a common thing. So mm. MVP with some pull. Hmm? 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 Hit row. Hit oh. row. You know what? <laughs> I was up here. I was in the high, <laughs> and then now I'm down here with that fucking <laughs> It's Dan Hit Row. And it's fucking diabolical of what happened on NXT. Don't ever make me say that word again. I couldn't say it. Couldn't say it. You did it. You did a good job. But you know what? Ray Mysterio fucked that up for me, too. <laughs> what you're doing Ray. is diabolical. <laughs> And me and Ray share the same last name. Come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. Unbelievable. But MVP, what's he planning? Something. Something. Yeah. I'll take that answer. And finally, and you guys are going to laugh at this one, the WWE trademark Happy Corbin. Yes. Mm. Oh, my Happy God. Corbin. They're going to ruin this man. They mm. are going to ruin him. Before you go on, Rick, uh, <laughs> oh boy, um, apparently Vince is very high on Corbin. Yes. Other officials are very high on Corbin. The workers, meaning the wrestlers there, love Baron Corbin. They say he is one of the nicest guys in that locker room. And when, especially like if you're in an angle with him, he's willing to do anything that'll make it work. So like if it's me against Corbin and say, hey, I think it'll be a good idea if we do this and this and this, he'll be like, shit, let's do it. So they say he's very easily easy to get along with. And they said that he's one of the most lovable guys there. <laughs> I've heard that too, honestly. I've heard really? he's a really, yeah, I've heard he's a really nice guy. So yeah. I, it's funny because I follow him on Instagram and he's a huge barbecue guy. Yeah, He yeah. loves grilling. Loves yes. grilling, and he shares some of his recipes and stuff like that. So I appreciate that. I'm a fellow grill master myself. Um, me and my wife put together a fucking grill last week that fucking <clears throat> hated it, but I love grilling now. But anyway, um, <laughs> but they, I mean, happy Corbin. Hey, <laughs> happy uh, Corbin. Happy Corbin. I think that's going to ruin him. I don't like it. I think it's. I think what they're going really? for think is. So? I think they're gonna have like a, like a Tiny Toon Adventures, Looney Tune kind of thing going for him, where they're gonna have like a happy song for him when he comes out, mm -hmm. and uh, and he's gonna be smiling all the time. It just. It doesn't uh, fit him. That no. uh, he's what he's like six eight, six seven, six eight. Yeah. I mean, he's always been kind of like the badass character. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't see. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. I will, right. Uh, just gonna throw this out there. But what about Bray Wyatt? 
Remember? That's true. That's yeah. true. We started out like that too. And everybody loves the Firefly Funhouse. And what That's about Dewdrop? Everybody loves Dewdrop. <laughs> I don't have a problem with uh, Piper. Um, <laughs> well, let's not get into call her let's, Dewdrop. Let's not get into that no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, oh, man. I'm gonna shoot myself for saying this, but I think that I think that's gonna work. Really? Yes. Hmm. yes. Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. Okay. I think that's gonna work. I think it'll work. I mean, they obviously they should have done more, in my opinion, but not too much more with this whole thing with the the, the crowning. Not, not, no, let me take that back. Let me take that back. Like, for instance, what happened on SmackDown? I think they need to keep going with that angle and make him like so not depressed but so bummed out that he's losing everything so yeah. i mean yeah. the angle is already there for them to set up a happy corbin but uh how though i mean what's his look i feel him? like what they're gonna do is they're gonna have him go to therapy and then he's gonna get some happy pills <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be yeah. happy all the hey guys yeah yeah, I'm happy. What I'm happy me, Corbin. But uh, what amazes me is just the simple fact that they're having, like they they towed his Mercedes away, and he said he's losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, but they, they never mentioned how he was rich just because he was a king. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of thought that was pretty dumb. But my thing is, is that you know, if they go, oh man. I, I, Honestly, the first thing I thought of was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I heard this. So I was just like, wait a minute. How are they going to make him look like a, not look, but act like a Happy Gilmore character? That's going to be pretty hard. But then I'm also thinking, well, they're probably going to make him think like everything is great in, in the world of wrestling and, and yep. in my life. Everything is just wonderful. But how do you relate that to wrestling? I think, what, I think what they should have done with him in this type of character, and you guys are going to laugh when I say this, but I think they should have made him a thief. <laughs> Seriously, because he's losing everything. So yeah. I think like if as time goes on, like like somebody could say, hey, have you seen my bag? I can't even find my bag. I don't have no my gears in my bag. You know, like he's stealing stupid shit. Like, yeah. just to try to get over. So, you know, like, between that and stealing the WWE truck or something and trying to pawn it off and something, like, he can wear, like, a costume or something like that. Like, all of a sudden, he can have, like, this double identity thing going where if he gets caught, he'll say, no, that wasn't me. That was not <laughs> There's some dumb shit like that. I don't know. He'll steal the ring bell or something like that, try to get money off of it and try to see him pawn at a, go at a pawn <laughs> But they should have him be a thief. Have him be a thief. Or a I... repo man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Wow. Bring that back. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that was probably the longest rumor that I've ever done on just one person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Injuries, Clay. Well, I have a couple this week. I have Mercedes right. Martinez uh, going and getting kicked in the face by Zia Lee. Legitimately not true. Tr- knocked her out and got a concussion afterwards Mm -hmm. bro the fact that she kicked out she should kind of kicked out but she legit her shoulder was up i mean i'm just (laughs) like damn bro just stay down 
See? Yes. Like, she that just shows you. Too. Yeah, she went stiff. She did the whole UFC thing. When you get knocked out in the UFC, your body gets stiff. She went stiff and just died in the ring. And it was crazy, man. Xylee is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, but pull back, girl. Pull back. <laughs> just yes. a little bit. Just a little bit. I also have Rebel uh, dislocating her kneecap during her mm. match on AEW this week. So, you know, I, when I saw this, I thought torn ACL right off the bat because, mm-hmm. you know, I said this on Global, um, when it's a non-contact injury like this, it's more, more than likely a torn ACL. Like in football, you see them go straight down and you're like, wait, no one touched them. It's usually yep. torn ACL, but this one was... Uh, dislocated kneecap. Hopefully she can get back sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that was tough to watch. You know, dislocating your kneecap is bad and, and all, but the way like she fell, like you said, Rick, and the way like she got dragged off the the ring into yep. the side there, I thought it was. I I didn't even see her get dragged. I didn't even see what it, when it happened. Yeah. And like what, yeah, what part of it? When did it happen? Well, it happened when uh, she went to break up a pin. It was a pin attempt, and she went to break it up, and she fell. And she just fell. She went to break it up, and she fell, and uh, she dragged herself. She uh, Rose dragged her, and then she dragged herself the rest of the way out of the ring. It was oh, pretty that, rough. That, yeah, that I was going to say uh, that was pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, that part because I thought. Oh, something is really bad here. If yeah. she's not, you know, moving all the way by herself. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Crazy. But th- thankfully, it's just that, and hopefully, she can get back soon. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, is that all you got? That's all I got. All right. Let's go straight into the hot tag news this week. Is the WWE up for sale? <laughs> Um, I mentioned it last week or the week before. I don't even know. I don't know. I'm lost. Anyway. Yeah. But I did mention it that uh, a lot of people are speculating uh, with this guy, Khan, another Khan. What's his, what's his Tommy Khan or some shit like that? Jimmy Khan. Uh, I have no Khan idea. Khan. No. Jimmy Changa. Jimmy Changa. Another Khan, either way. Uh, I guess I've never even heard of this dude until recently that uh, he's WWE president and he's the one lately that's been making these cuts. He's like, you know, uh, 205 Live, where the fuck these dudes been? All right, well, release them. <laughs> fuck them. You know, and convincing Vince to do it. Yeah. Convincing him to do it. You heard what I said? Convincing him. Convincing Vince. Yeah. So who the fuck is this guy? Where is this guy coming from? I don't I've know. I've never heard but... of him until two weeks ago. I can tell you this much. There is no chance in hell, pun intended, that anybody's going to convince Vince McMahon to sell. I'm sorry. There's no way that Vince McMahon sells this company. Cuts happening? These cuts are happening because they want to save money on save car insurance by saving 15% by going Rick. to Geico. They're a bit- I don't know. WWE. <laughs> hey, they just trying to convince w- me about car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> WWE. Next thing you know, you're going to try to extend my car warranty or something. (laughs) Well, I can with Liberty Mutual. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Um, Liberty Liberty Mutual, if you want to sponsor the show, we're we're available. We'll bring that damn emo, 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 what is that called? Emo. 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 Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Not an emoji, an emu. An emu. Emu. Emu, emu. All right, where are we going with this? All right, get him back on this whole thing. Vince McMahon is not selling the company. Clay, what are your thoughts? I agree. The cuts, I feel like, keep happening because of how greedy WWE is with their money. I mean, yes, they're a million, billion-dollar company, whatever. I just feel like the more they want, more, 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 and more. So I feel like, like Rick said, too, Vince McMahon is not going to hear any bullshit from anybody else coming in, and I feel like he, he won't sell. But what if the bullshit was, Vince, uh, you can get more money selling if you do these cuts because they want to see a big, big, big payroll or or not a big payroll, but a lesser payroll and more revenue than what you have been. And I'm sorry to say, Braun Strowman was getting paid a million dollars a year. Think about that. If his contract was for five years, that's five million right there. Minus five million. Boom. Right off the bat. Uh, the 205 guys, I don't know how much they were making, but let's just say there were $3 million between all of those releases that they were making a year. That's $8 million right off the bat right there. Well, no, three uh, was three times six is what, nine? Some shit like that? Three times six is 18. 18. Why did I say nine? God damn. So there's $18 million right there plus the five. That's $23 million right there. Okay, $23 million. That's a big, that's a lot of freaking money. In those yeah. five years, twenty-three million just for one guy and what four or five, uh, two or five guy lot, uh, two or five guys, you yeah. know, that's just that. So with all these other cuts that they were making, who knows how much, you know, extra now was it's in their revenue. So for Vince, you know, well that does kind of make sense, you know, and think of it this way, and and I I feel wholeheartedly. That he's ready to sell. And I'm going to tell you why. Look at what he was. He had the WWE Network. Okay. That's drawing revenue every damn month, no matter what. How much? I don't know. But I know it's in the millions. He was willing to cut that and let that go just to join Peacock. Yeah. Peacock. Billions. Billions. And then now on top of that, if he sells WWE, you know that's going to be in the billions. They're going to be in the millions. It's going to be in the billions. And to catch people's eye with that and then rumors out of Disney was a front runner. NBC was another front runner. You know, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Mm. Vince is getting old. He's selling. Yeah, but he's still got Shane and Steph. And that's what I'm saying. I I think what probably what the deal is going to be is that I'll sell it to you, but these guys are going to run it without your guys' interference. I'm going on a permanent vacation, you know. It could. I just, I just can't see Vince I, until the day he's he passes away. I don't <laughs> see him quitting. No, I don't. He's not. He's not going to give it up until he dies. That's the truth. Yeah, I just don't see and it. That, and, and, and listen, let's not. That's not a bad thing. All right, no. let's get this straight. Vince McMahon is a fucking genius. Okay, the guy is a billionaire. He's built this company. He's made it what it is. So when people say, oh, he's not going to do it until he dies, blah, blah, that's not a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I like, like, I, I, I kid and joke around a lot on the show, but being dead serious right now, this man is the best thing to happen to this business. And for anybody to say otherwise is wrong. Like, I get it. He makes some kooky decisions every now and then. Well, but at the what? end of the day, the guy is a fucking genius. Andy Anderson would disagree with you and say that Tony Khan. Is the reason? 
<laughs> we love you, Andy. We're just fucking with you. Um, now, Matt Novak, our UK correspondent, he says everybody has a price. Vince is a businessman, and if he get can get an astronomical offer, all right. First of all, Matt, don't ever write big ass words like that to make me fuck it up on the air. And number two, okay, uh, astronomical number uh, offer. He should see. This is why you don't do that. That's why you don't do that. Uh, he surely would consider it. Yeah. Matt Novak saying he would. Josh Sanders, he said, I definitely feel fortunate enough to live and watch the best years of WWE, but if it sells, the show will never be as great as it was. Yeah, see? Darren Metzler, he says 100%. Matt Novak chimed in again with the gif of Ted DiBiase saying, well, fellas, what's your price? <laughs> Rob Campbell, he says, no, I think they're getting ready to purchase a promotion. Woo! I don't think that's right. It's possible. I don't think that's right. I don't. Jason Helbig, he says, without a doubt. Frank Sillow said no. David Christensen says everybody has a price. All right, everybody's using that. Come up with your own shit, please. Jesus. Okay, this one's a long one, and I don't know if I'm going to read this all, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, Ryan Sosa, he says, I'm not sure why. Sorry, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure they know how to market to this audience. Triple H and Stephanie shot their shots, and it doesn't seem to be resonating. This business thrives on having those one, those one or two huge household names to drive business in. Considering that they took a fucking bath last year in ticket sales, and that range, while a big draw isn't a name, I can say in front of a non-fan and get a reaction. As with Hulk Hogan, John Cena, etc., would say they would sell to the right party. It won't be another wrestling company. It will be either a sports channel acquisition uh, or a huge media company doing the old facelift, but I don't see Shane, Stephanie, and Paul pulling this one out. Huh? Huh? Hmm? 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 Jesus Christ, man. That was a long one. I I do agree, though. I do agree with what some of the stuff he said. Uh, WWE... Like he said about Roman Reigns, I can say the name Roman Reigns to a non-wrestling fan, and they'll be like, who the hell is that? But if you say Hulk Hogan, John Cena, The Rock, Stone Cold, everybody knows who that is. So I think they are still looking for that face that they can put out there, and people will be like, oh, he's a wrestler. That guy. Okay. But uh, other than that, I don't I don't agree with anything else. But that's that part I do agree with, with what he said. Bob Eddie, he said, it's hard not to think that they are getting ready to sell, especially with cutting a lot of wrestlers and selling the network to Peacock. See, I just said that. He listens. Yep. He listens. Mm. He listens. Your buddy? Uh, he, he might be. Adrian Lyon, he said, is going to end up under the Disney banner. See, I said that too. See, they listen. They listen. What doesn't Disney own nowadays, though? Fuck <laughs> them. Really? Like they Listen, only- Disney, if you want to take over the rest of PLB podcast, <laughs> it's up for sale. <laughs> it's up for sale. <laughs> it's up for sale. I saw all these motherfuckers right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you know? It's oh, Mickey Mouse. Oh, yo, yo, yo. I got some goofy ones here. <laughs> Disney, give me a call. All right, that's, that's it for the hot tag news. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause with the cause. When we come back, we got this week in wrestling. Hey, everybody, Ted DiBiase, the main dollar man. Make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. <laughs>
Yo, 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 it's your boy JTG, former WWE superstar, one half of the illest tag team ever, crime time, man, keep doing your thing, and make sure, everyone else, I want you guys to listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Cheer. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and purchase a t-shirt today for $19.99, that's five t-shirts available for $19.99, plus shipping and handling, of course. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOVPodcast. With that, guys, we run four different t- uh, TV shows, two, uh, four different podcasts. We got Wrestling POV nice. Podcast with Tony Diaz, Clay Cummings, and myself every Saturday. We cover WWE. Of course, we have WPOV Global every Thursday with Elio Canella, TJ Logan, and Andy Anderson. They cover everything AEW. We also have WPOV Quarantine every Wednesday. It's our YouTube-based show where we cover random wrestling topics with wrestling legends, wrestling historians, wrestling authors. We have up-and-comers, all different people that appear on this show. Make sure you check it out. And, of course, we have WPOV Aftermath, where after every major pay-per-view, we cover uh, the pay-per-view in-depth from beginning to end. And also, we crown a Wrestling POV champion and a Turtle Award winner. And the champion is right here. Rick Serrano, the third, Ricky Two Belts. Ricky, first everything, you know what it is. I'm here. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash POV Podcast. Buy a t-shirt today for all those shows to keep running. 1999 plus shipping and handling. Tony, it's time oh. to get raw. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, uh, the low points of raw. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with the Oscar and Naomi versus... No, my apologies. That wasn't even the low point. My low point was the Kofi and MVP promo. Um, mm. I, I gave it a one. It was it was horrendous. It was terrible. It was diabolical, and deplorable. It was deplorable, egregious. Um, what's egregious mean anyway? Am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah, you're saying it right. That's yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go for it. Um, it was like I'm, I'm, I'm tired of Kofi. Break, you ruined my day when you said that New Day was the number one tag team in WWE. Yeah. And then seeing this promo. And I'm sorry to say, you know, tough guy Kofi came back. Yeah, like it doesn't work for him. No, it does not work for him, especially when I know damn well MVP will whoop his ass. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, but but you know what's fucked up though? Like I'm not a huge fan of MVP, but when these two went at it, I was rooting more for MVP. Yeah. I was because I'm like, Kofi, I'm so done. And then, and then you had the audacity to say that that Xavier Woods would almost beat Bobby Lashley in that. Hell, how dare you? You son of a bitch. You don't at what? I'm a fan of, of Xavier, but don't get the fuck out of here. Don't come out. Dude. Shut your ass with that. The fuck? <laughs> I hate it. I hate the, uh, the honestly, I hope after Money in the Bank, it's done. I hope yeah. I hope Bobby Lashley whoops his ass so bad that he doesn't even think about going to the, the that. I hope that, you know what? I, I hope Xavier Woods turn on Kofi. It's yeah. done. It's time. I yeah. want that to happen. That's a storyline I'll, I'll watch. Kofi, uh, Kofi against Xavier. Do that. But don't don't you dare. You know, and it pisses me off that everybody was complaining and, and very well should have been about Drew getting all these opportunities. What about Kofi? What's he done? Yep. What's he yep. done? Tell me. Yep. 
Don't Nothing. tell me that oh, he deserved. No, no, no. Give me a reason why he deserved this fucking shot. Clay, what's your lowest? My lowest point is uh, Eva Marie and Piper Niven versus Asuka and Naomi. Uh, I gave it a 0.5. Same crap that they've been doing. I don't. I think everybody knows how I feel about this whole storyline going on. Uh, I've made it very clear that this is dumb to me. <laughs> and uh, way to put Asuka and Naomi make them look like a bunch mm. of crap in this. But- uh, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate for a second here. And this is a question for both of y'all because of what you had just said, Clay. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, I think I looked at it, honestly, I looked at it as a big upset for Piper, for Dewdrop. Sorry. For Dewdrop more than even Marie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, is it, I mean. It helps Dewdrop. It helps so, Dewdrop. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. doesn't help Eva. It helped more Dewdrop than anything because that's two weeks in a row she pinned former champions. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, does that change your mind a little bit? I mean, or I mean, it it does help Dewdrop. It really does. He uh, said it. He said it. He said Dewdrop. He said Dewdrop. <laughs> I give up because I feel like that's just how they're gonna go with this. That's, yeah. And I'm just like. <laughs> whatever <laughs> get me whatever so I, I i think it would help her uh do, meaning do drop piper whatever you want to do but I, I just i don't know how i feel about it because oscar and naomi former champs legit they're supposed to be in the money in the bank ladder match and they're losing like that to a rookie but i, I mean you know i don't know that's just that's just how i kind of see things I yeah. don't know. well you know what i'll add on to that i had this as a side note and i kind of mentioned it earlier on the show when we were talking about it so i might as well talk about it now is that uh, what i don't like this is what i have in my side note. i wrote what i don't like about eva slash dewdrop storyline is that there is no backstory about why dewdrop wanted to be with her and uh you know, so that, i kind of said that in the beginning yeah. still state stating that today so now um uh, top of that, when Dewdrop left last week, why would she be with Eva this week? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? After what she did last week, and she's like, I'm done with this already. It's like, oh, okay, thank God they're done with this fucking storyline. But then to be back, it's yeah, like, yeah. for me, it doesn't make sense. I just want to throw it out. Go ahead, Clay. And then my other low point was the MVP and Kofi face off face to face. I thought this was super boring. Yeah. I do not. Kofi is not legit, just like you said uh, before me. That whole thing. And then plus MVP comes out with the women. Why? Why <laughs> do they need to be out there? That makes no sense at all. The one time they came out. Is what are you doing? But that whole thing, I gave it a 0.5. Did not enjoy it. Mm. I was ready for it to be over. Damn. Rick, what was your low point? All right, my low point was definitely the Kofi promo, but just to be a little bit different, uh, Nikki Ash defeating <laughs> Shayna Baszler. Can, can now, we, you talk about about... This? we were supposed to talk about this last week, and we didn't. Uh, yeah. The whole Nikki, Nikki Cross. Uh, superhero, character. almost a superhero. Yeah. Now This is Rick, ridiculous. This, this is on you. You wanted to talk about it. so Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. I think it's just, it. it doesn't make sense. I don't like it. And then in a way, I do like it. I mean, last week I liked it. This week I'm just like, I'm almost a superhero. <laughs> like, no, man. You it sound doesn't... British. I know. I can't do a Scottish accent. I just don't like it. I... 
it's I don't know. I want to like it. I want to. I really do. But to be beating Shayna Baszler like that, uh, mm, mm, well, I don't it. like it. Mm-mm. Clay, what are your thoughts on, on Nikki Ash? Nikki Ash. It's Ash. different, um, to say the least. But I feel like Nikki Cross could pull something off like this. She's kind of got that vibe of the the weird. I wouldn't call it weird, but like the weirdness <laughs> of it all. And I'm almost a superhero, you know, that kind of thing. I feel like Nikki could pull something off like that. But like Rick said, you're jobbing out to uh, Shayna Baszler like that. It just, it's not right (laughs) to me. Plus, you got Alexa Bliss in the background messing with her still. And that's. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why. Are they they pushing for that good versus evil kind of thing? I have Like, oh, no, not Nikki Ash versus Alexa Bliss again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that too. Well, my opinion and my thought on this whole Nikki Ash thing is that I love it. Wow. Yes. Yes. I love it. You know why? Because number one, someone came up with this idea. And you know whose idea it was? Hers. Uh, Nikki Cross. It was her idea. Okay. WWE was like, fucking go for it. And I honestly, She's very smart to do this. You know why? Because it gravitates to kids. This is going to gravitate to kids. You watch. Watch. When the live crowd comes back, adults may not like it, but the kids are going to love this. And she can do it. She can do it. The way her attitude is, the way how bubbly she is, and how she's like, yeah, all right. You know? But let me ask you this. Can she pull it off as good as Bailey pulled it off? Yes. Wow. Yes. Clay? Uh, that's She's got a lot to do to be able to catch up with what Bailey has done. Be- uh, the thing of it is, these are those are two different characters. That's true. And I think she can pull this one off. It's, it's going to take time for her to find it, but she's going to find it quick. You watch. You watch. And to me, I think they're going to sell a lot of T-shirts. Those 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 masks, they're gonna sell yep. a lot of those. Yep. So I'm telling you, Nikki might look dumb to y'all. Okay. <laughs> she is smart for doing this because she's All gravitating right. it towards kids. Listen, I wanna like it. I just and don't like will. almost a superhero thing. I'll tell you this. Yeah, you will. Think of it this way. Remember um superhero in training? Yes. Yep. Shit. Did that works. <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, it wasn't did. really shit. No, it worked. It worked. Yeah. It gravitated towards kids and it worked. <laughs> With her, it's going to work. It's going to work. All right. Okay. All right. So, uh, high points of Raw for me, it was Ricochet versus Morrison. Man, that was a good fucking match. And the way they ended it, I had no issues with it. I gave it a three and a half. Really, really good. I had some other threes in that. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to spoil it for everybody else with you guys uh, with your high points, but I gave it to that one. I, it was the double count out. Everything was fucking gold. Three and a half. I gave it uh, Rick. What was your uh, high point? Sorry. That was my high point as well. I gave it a 2.5 though. Uh, Morrison versus Ricochet um, double count out finish. I could have done without it, um, but that dive from off the top rope into the barrier was awesome. Um yes. 
those are the things I'm going to miss when we get the live audience back. Yes. You're not going to get those things. You're not mm-hmm. going to get those. Uh, the, the heavy bag is not going to be there anymore. Crash pad. So, yeah. <laughs> so they're going to they're going to be stuck with that. But yeah, that was my highest point as well. Two point five. Wow. Clay. My highest for me was Riddle versus AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre in the main event. I gave it a three and a half. The reason why I gave it a high grade was how Riddle was in this match and throughout Raw. Yeah. Like, Riddle to me is probably my favorite wrestler on Raw going right now. I love watching how he does. He's funny. He's serious. He can be legit. And I feel like, again, he can just go with anybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he... (laughs) I uh, kicked his foot on the steel ramp and then came back and did that whole thing. But what made me sad was that Drew ended up winning this. Yep. I was, mm-hmm. I was not, I was pulling for Riddle, uh, for Orton to come in, blah, 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 whatever. But with Drew winning, I wasn't, I wasn't happy about because I thought, man, does he really need to be in this too? Like, no, he don't. And exactly. let me ask. The major question: Where the fuck was Orton? Yeah, right? you know, I heard I, I heard multiple things, and I'm not gonna comment on it so until I get the actual yeah answer. But okay, uh, yeah, it was a couple things I heard, and they both actually sound legit. Why he wasn't there, but you know, yeah. uh, I, actually, one I will say because it was the same thing for Lashley too. The same comment was that they were just taking time off because they're going to get ready for the live shows coming up. So they're trying to give the, the bigger guys more time gotcha. off before they really hit the road. So Orton, I'm sorry. <laughs> the bigger guys or the older guys? Well, senior. Well, no, I don't want to yeah, say yeah. – Because <laughs> you think about – what would you say? No, I'm just laughing about oh. senior. <laughs> um, because if you think about it, Lashley – I mean, he's been there a very long time, but he's one of their top guys. So if he says yeah. he wants some time off, they're going to give it to him until, you know, yeah. uh, Orton, he's the most senior guy there. So yeah. he's a WWE lifer. So if he says he wants some time off, they're going to give it to him regardless of what's going on. So um, it's just kind of odd and unusual that it would happen for me, that it was just odd that it would happen on that Monday where he was involved in the storyline that had a man. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it could be false is what I'm trying to say. But I that's one of the things I heard because obviously you didn't even see Lashley that night. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So what what is the truth? I don't know. I'm still looking into it and I'll find out. So uh who who was it on? You Rick? No. In terms of overalls. Oh, overall, I gave Raw a 2.37 this week. Uh Clay, what'd you give it? I gave Raw a 1.9. Rick. Woof. You guys were nice, making me feel bad, but I gave Raw a 1.6 this week. Easy. Dang. With that being said, it's now time for AEW Dynamite. Boom. All right. Low points for AEW this week. I got to go with uh, Britt Baker and Rebel defeating Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. I gave it a one. Mm-hmm. Um, Major reason why I gave this a low point was also the continuation after Rebel got hurt. Uh, they continued the match, which I'm fine with, but then to then powerbomb Britt Baker through the table afterwards, I just felt like it wasn't the right thing to do. I think that spot could have been saved for another time. Um, you could have saved it for when 
when Rebel wasn't around. Okay, Rebel's not there. Now we can powerbomb through a table. So I just I just didn't like that at all. That was my lowest point. Clay, what's your lowest point of AEW? My lowest point for me was the Ethan Page promo with Darby Allen. I gave it a one. Uh I don't know with me. I don't know if I could take Ethan Page very seriously, even with trying to be like this tough guy. And I'm going to end Darby Allen, blah, blah, blah. And then here comes Sting and Darby out in the coffin. And then this whole brawl breaks out. And it's just I I never liked the storyline in general. So it may be just a me thing. So I'm just I gave that whole thing a one. I just what about Darby's fingernails? You know, Darby's weird, and it's he, it, and it doesn't surprise me anymore what he does <laughs> with the whole that whole thing. So Darby's just Darby, and I'm just whatever he's got uh, going on. Go for it. Got you. Yeah. All right, Tony, what's your low point of AEW this week? Uh, same thing, Nala and Vicky versus Britt and Rebel. I gave it a point five. I was just not invested in this match at all. Um, I, you know what? And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I think I was more disgusted with this match because of the simple fact that this this wasn't a good storyline buildup. Put it that way. Yeah. I hated it. I do. Yeah. Because it just came out of nowhere. You know, yep. you, you got, you know, during Reb, uh, Rebel, during Brit's celebration there, you know, with the cheeseburgers and then Nyla throws them or whatever. It's, it's stupid. Yes, it's just dumb. I hated this from the beginning. And, and and the major reason why I hate it more so is because we were just saying about the whole thing of the uh, the rankings and Nyler just skips everybody. No, no. Stick with your rankings. The next person up was supposed to be, I think, Thunder Rosa. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's not even in the picture, not even in the picture, not even a promo to say, yo, I'm up next. Fuck that bitch. You yep. know, nothing. Yep. So I think that's why I was more disgusted with this match more than anything, because they're actually going to do this. It's like with no reasoning at all. You know, and I'm sorry to say I love Vicky Guerrero. I do. But homegirl, don't ever come out with that fucking half skull mask. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. And she put um... like a freaking she found a piece of cloth and was like, I'll just use this one. Excuse me. I'm thinking Hmm. It works, honey. No, it didn't work. Right. Terrible. It was atrocious. It was egregious. It was diabolical. It, uh, okay, I can't go no more. <laughs> All right. My highest points of AEW had to be the opening match with Eddie Kingston, Penta, defeating the Young Bucks. I gave it a four and a half, 4.5. Christ. I love this match, and I'll tell you what I loved about this match. First of all, Jericho on commentary was golden. Frankie Kazarian coming out was great. The mustaches on the Young Bucks was awesome. And that fact that everybody else in the elite had a mustache was awesome. And then the different styles we saw in the matchup. We saw Eddie Kingston with a Street Fighter style. We had Penta with the Luchador style. And then the Young Bucks with the tag team genius that they have. Um, I just love this match from beginning to end. Everything that was incorporated into this match, I didn't mind that people, uh, the good brothers were getting involved. Um, I thought Brandon Cutler spraying uh, Matt Jackson in the eyes and holding it for long. And you got uh, com- Jericho on commentary. Stop spraying it, you idiot. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I just thought it was so good. Uh, 4.5 for me. That was my highest point of AEW this week. Clay, what was your highest point? You know, I have to agree with you, Rick, that Eddie Kingston, Penta, 
uh, El Cerro Merdo and the Young Bucks. I gave it a four. Uh, everything you said, I agreed with 100%. How they did this whole match, how the Young Bucks played the heel, it, you know, it just it worked. And everything was in sync. Everything was going well. Young, uh, good brothers coming in, Frankie Kazarian coming in, interfering in this. It was a fun match to watch for the beginning of AEW. So I had to respect that. So I gave it a four. Really enjoyed this. Uh, Jesus. All right, Tony, your highest point. Uh, I'll be a little bit different. I'm going to go with the Sammy Guevara versus MJF. I thought this yep. was a good match. I gave it a three. That was my highest. So wow. the Penta and Eddie versus the Young Bucks, I gave it a 2.5. Um, it was okay. It was a good match, but um, yeah, I, I just think they were going a little bit too overboard. You know, the Young Bucks, like I said, with the mustache and calling them, calling them porno guys or whatever. It's like, all right, come on. Seriously. You know, it's, it's too much. But uh, the, I, I, the Sammy versus MJF, I was more invested in, and I gave it a three. Okay. Uh, I will say the pile driver from the second rope was, oh, my God, Ooh. I was so scared with MJF but, and Sammy. Yeah, but here, here's the thing with that match, you know, and I know that I just said that was my highest point, but I'm also going to be – a little bit picky about it too. That spot right there should have ended it. Sorry yeah. to say, but the Undertaker did that for many years, many years. Normal, normal, and I say normal because he never did it off the second rope, and it yeah. put guys away. These guys did it from the second rope, and it didn't put them away. Come on, man, yeah. doing two big spots, you know, too big of a spot or spots in this match to. To, to do a false finish, it's like, nah, they, they're just, yeah, they're just taking it too far, taking, well, taking what advantage I, of it, and it shouldn't have been. What I put in my notes for that MJF Sam Guevara match was Spot Fest. It was, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. you know. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but it was a lot of spots where there was just like, like you said, why are you kicking out of a power drive from the second room? But mm-hmm. you expect that from the Young Bucks at this point, mm-hmm. you know. But whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, what what about that one? The the three count though. Oh, oh yes, but I loved it. There was a three count, but I loved the reaction from Matt Jackson. Mm-hmm. Matt Jackson was like, no, 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 that was two, that was two. Then the crowd is chanting, that was three. Mm-hmm. He fucked up. Yeah, he the ref fucked, fucked up, up on the three count. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, everybody just went with it so well that yeah. it, it, it helped it out. So I mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that. Overall, but, I but before we do the overalls, I do want to say, what do you guys did you guys hear about what happened after AEW finished after it went yeah. off the air with Eddie Kingston? Oh, that was last week, yeah. Was uh, it that Saturday one? night, I think. Well, yeah, let's talk about it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what, Eddie, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, was he right? Like, bully, like Bully, bully Ray, Ray said, yeah. Bully Ray said, uh. He has no connection with WWE, so he shouldn't be talking about WWE. Exactly. He's like, if Jericho or Cody said that, then he's fine with it. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Bully Ray. Eddie Kingston, you have no business talking about WWE. You have nothing to do with them. So don't come at them. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But, but here's the thing. I agree with Bully Ray said. Absolutely. But even still, and I've been saying this for a while, that they're trying to be a separate company. But then they're constantly taking jabs at WWE. Mm-hmm. They, they just stop already. You want to be yourself, then be yourself. Don't do, don't take shots at them because honestly, they can care less. They right. can care less. 
They really can't. I mean, they don't give a fuck. And Eddie Kingston, I'm sorry. I like him as a promo guy. To me, I think he can go too much over the top for me. His promos are good. Wrestling, he's not that great of a wrestler. Let's let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. Yep. So, you know, like when they didn't even want him in WWE and he tried out for him. So yep. don't come out and say you never wanted to be with that company. You tried out for them. Okay. Yep. And you didn't, they didn't want you. So don't, for me, I just, it's like <laughs> you're quick to diss them. Why? Because they wouldn't want you. They didn't want you. No, come on, man. So for me, it was like, um, you know, just the fact of don't, don't, you never even been there before. Cause obviously yeah. people like being over there, especially what happened on SmackDown. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second. But yeah. for me, it's like, Eddie, just keep your mouth shut, bro. Seriously. I agree. You, you're making it hard for me to like you. When you do dumb shit like this, you, for what? You're trying to get a pop out of the crowd? They don't listen to the fans. We listen to them. No, you don't. I'm sorry, AEW don't listen to the fans. Don't get the yeah. fuck out of here with that bullshit. Fuck out of here. All right, go ahead, bro. All right, overall, I gave AEW this week a 2.5. Jesus Christ. Wow. Damn, I get, you were being nice. Yes. <laughs> I gave AEW this week a 2.3. All right, Tony. I gave it a 1.8. Wow. All right, Clay. All right, we're going to NXT POV. Uh, for me, my low points was the Carrying Cross and Gargano promo. I gave it a one. Mm. I, I just, for Johnny to be back again in an NXT title picture, I'm just sick of it. I really yeah. am. Cross as this new character now, I feel like has already killed his mystique and everything yep. about him, which I just, to me, I'm not a legit like carrying cross. I mean, I'm still a fan of carrying cross, but right now it's just, it's hard. It is so hard to be, you know, a big fan of his just because this whole character that he's doing now is just killing him. I just, for me, I just hated that whole thing. Uh, Rick, what's your low points of NXT? My low point of NXT was O'Reilly and Adam Cole's promo. Gave that a 0.5. I am just sick and tired of Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole and this whole thing. I'm glad that it's going to come to an end. Hopefully, Hopefully. next week yeah. it comes to an end in this, this match that they have. But, yeah, that was my lowest point of uh, NXT this week. All right. And Tony, what was your little points? Uh, the Roderick Strong match versus whoever it was. I didn't even catch the dude's name. Asher uh, Hale. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. And uh, the one, and I wanted to talk about this, even though you guys, well, I think Clay mentioned that it was his low point, was the Carrion Cross promo. From I gave it a point five. For me, when Johnny Gargano came out and started, do, he had too much offense on Carrion. And mm -hmm. and as far as like the character goes, it, I don't think it was Carrion's character. I think it was more what ruins it for me was Johnny Gargano. He shouldn't yeah. have that much offense on somebody like Carrion Cross. No, That's, no, you, he should not be having that much. So I don't think it's Carrion's uh, character. I think it was more because Johnny Gargano. Uh, they allowed him. To do what he did with Carrion is what ruined Carrion's character. Not Carrion himself. I think it was Danny Gargano. Way too much offense in this. So, yeah, yeah I gave that a point five. All awesome. right. Yeah. 
high points for me was the triple threat tag team match with Ember, Ember and Shotzi. Yes. Kai and Raquel versus uh, Io Shirai and Zoe. Uh, Zoe Stark. I gave it a three. Thought this was a really good match. I think all these women work great together. Um, even, you know, I got to say, Dakota Kai really did her thing in this match. Even, yeah, she did. you know, I'm not the biggest Dakota like Kai fan, as I... <laughs> As I have mentioned, but she did really good in this. So I was impressed with everybody involved. I gave it a three. And happy that Io and Zoe won uh, something different. And looking forward to that match. So against Candice and uh, Indy Hartwell. Tony, what was your high points of NXT? Yeah, it was that beginning match. I gave it a three and a half. Very impressed. This was a very exciting match. And I have this as a side note, but I might as well say it now. Zoe Stark, man. Whew. Yeah, she's I'm good. very impressed with her. Very yeah. good. And the thing of it is, and, and, and I'm not saying this to be mean, so I don't want people thinking that I'm being mean, but she's not the most gorgeous woman they have there. She's not the most, like, she doesn't have the perfect body and shit like that. She's jacked. She's, yeah. like, she, she's like one of those, she looks, she reminds me of those fitness uh, gurus. You know, yes. that, the, you know, the they have those videos and stuff like that. That's what she reminds me of. But her wrestling, she, whew, man, she's good. very impressed with her. Very yeah. impressed. Yeah. So I gave that a three and a half. All right. And Rick, your high points. I have to agree with you guys wholeheartedly and even more. I gave it a 4.5. EO and Zoe defeating Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, Gonzalez and Kai. 4.5. Near perfect. The only reason why I didn't give it a perfect five was because EO and Zoe won. Um, it's reminding me of when Asuka's around, that Asuka has to win her matches at all times. It just, like, EO Shirai coming back and just winning all the time, I'm not for it. EO should have took a lot longer time off, I feel. Um, EO was the one I didn't really enjoy in this match. Everybody else, Zoe, Ember Moon, Shotzi, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, everybody. I was looking, I was trying to dissect this match as closely as possible and looking for flaws in the match. And everybody hit everything perfectly and they landed perfectly and everything about it was perfect. And the only thing I didn't like and that wasn't perfect was the ending. But overall, 4.5, phenomenal fucking match. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Overall, I gave NXT a 1.8 this week. Rick, what'd you give it? I gave it a 1.9. All right. And Tony? I gave it a 1.81 this week. And I'm bringing that out for a reason. Oh, man. And it is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Low point for me has to be uh, Liv Morgan defeating the returning Mm. Zelina Vega. First of all, Zelina Vega getting thrown into the Money in the Bank ladder match without having to qualify. Okay. No, I think I said last week, too. Yeah. did it with uh, Carmella. Yeah, I don't get it. because. But not only that, they have the guys on SmackDown are fighting to qualify. On Raw, the women are fighting to qualify. And then on here, it's no. Yeah, it Mm. makes no sense. And then to have her lose to Liv Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And now let's get into it real quick. There better be a good payoff for her to do that. It looks like Liv Morgan's going to get the payoff. Does it not? No, no, no. I'm talking about Zelina. No, I know there should lose, be a good payoff. There better be a payoff yeah. after that. I understand that. But it looks like Liv Morgan's going to get the Money in the Bank briefcase. That's what I'm saying. That's what it, look, that's what it looks like they're going for. It's got to be and, somebody different this year. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want to it has to be. A former champion win it. I don't want no 
somebody no. different, yeah. brand new. Yeah. Uh, well, Tony, what was your low point of SmackDown? Fucking Edge's promo. Didn't yeah. like it. I thought it was yeah. diabolical. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to be serious, but it didn't work. <laughs> and yeah, I just, there was something about it that I was just like, uh, okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't invested. Point five. Gotcha. Uh, Clay? Same with me. It was the Edge promo at the beginning. I gave it a one. Just, I feel like it was the same promo as you know, Edge would normally say like, oh, I'm, you know, big eyes mm-hmm. and, you know, I gotta, oh, I'm gonna get them, you know, yeah. and that sort of thing. It's like, dude, you're already doing this when you were fighting Roman the first time and like showing yeah. how, how he can make Roman do this face and yeah. all this other thing. It's like, it's the same shit, bud. It, <laughs> you know, it is. So I just gave it a one. I was not invested in this whatsoever. Yeah, you know, and Josh, you don't have to get mad at me this week. Tony and Clay got, <laughs> got mad about Edge. Um, high point for me, Kevin Owens defeating Sami Zayn in a last man standing match. Gave it a four. You're going to put these two guys in a match. You're going to get a great match. I don't even know what to say about how good this match was. I mean, the offense that Kevin Owens had towards the end, stunnering and the pump-up power bomb, and going through the tables and all that stuff. It was diabolical, shall we say? Uh, Clay, uh, what was your what was your high points? High points for me was also the Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, uh, Last Man Standing. It was it was great what it was. Like you said, Rick, you put uh, Kevin and Sami in a match, and uh, you you will come out with a great match, great fight. And towards the end, when Kevin was doing all that, putting him through the table, you know. Mm-hmm. power bombing him stunning him like you know did everything at that time and then beat him kevin looked like a legit guy who could win money in the bank and i'm not saying he will but he made it look legit so i gave it a three was really invested wow. in this mm-hmm. all right tony high points yeah same thing ko versus sammy i gave it a three and a half and honestly uh this is one match that i do have to say i wanted it more yeah you know, I wanted more of it. I wanted this to be the main event instead of that Jay Uso and Edge promo again. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, this should have been the main event. All yeah, right. And... Note, so, so. Oh, oh, but it's just no, 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 go ahead. Do your thing. Do you I was gonna go into overall. So oh, well then you know what? I'll go into my side notes. I am putting something in the book. Oof. Yeah, Ooh. I have to do it, and there's a reason why I'm doing it. And it's because that way I can keep talking about it. And that is Bianca's banana booty butt is going in the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to do it. And, and there's no reasoning behind it. I just want to put it in the book. Girl. All right. Girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> Bianca's banana, banana booty butt. butt. Yes. You just made the book. <laughs> <laughs> and now correct me if I'm wrong. But during the Sammy and Kevin Owens match, Pat McAfee was going off. Yes. He was going off. Yeah. There was one point on, before I get into that part, but what part was it where I think it was, uh, oh, it was during Shinsuke. (laughs) When he was sitting on top of Michael Cole. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It was awesome. Double take. Because I'm like, is he really sitting on his head? (laughs) 
and jumping up and down. Like, fucking, he was teabagging his fucking back of his head. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I think he really does. I think he just tries to piss Cole off. I, I think really so. I think but, he. But correct me if I'm wrong. During the Sammy and KO match, did Cole really tell Pat McAfee to slow down? I don't know. I have to. Like, because I could have sworn I'm watching the match. I was all into it. And and Pat McAfee was just going off. He was going crazy. And I could have sworn I heard Michael Cole say, slow down. Live on air. Wow. Yeah. I could see it. um, See it coming from Cole saying that. um, But I'll have to look back at it. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Like I, when I, soon as I thought I heard, I wrote it down real quick, just in case I forgot. But it seemed like he said to Pat McAfee to slow down. Um, no, he doesn't need to slow down. No, well, no, Pat, that's Pat exactly what you need. You know. Right. But speaking of commentary, and I'm going to go off subject a little bit. Uh, we was talking about AEW and uh, good old Jr. Oh. Stay tuned for another episode of WWE Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, JR. A lot of people were giving him shit. Jericho stood up for him and say, you know, hey, he's still a legend regardless. They make mistakes too. What are you guys' thoughts on that? At this point, you have to take into consideration uh, either letting him go or saying, listen, this is the last time you make that mistake. Because this is twice already. Yeah. The guy, no matter what, if you're a legend or not, you're promoting the other company at this point. Yeah. And you're, there's no reason why you should be saying WWE. It's AEW. And it doesn't even come close to being the same. Somebody's got WWE on their mind. Exactly. Uh, you know, but I mean, he's what, 76? Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. He's he's that old and you know yes it was bad for for that to say because you're in the opposite company you're kind of helping i mean not on purpose you're not really helping but jr it may be time to to retire man (laughs) as 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 much as i love jr uh just that whole that whole thing it's like you've done it before you know, it's a good possibility for his age that you're going to do it again. And it's just, it's time. It really is. It's time for him to hang up the mic. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. Oh. All right, go ahead, Rick. All right. Overall, SmackDown, I gave it 1.9. Clay? I gave it a 1.8. Tony? I gave it a 1.64. All right. Now, last week, we didn't get our votes in, but we did actually vote, the three of us. Yes. And we voted in favor of AEW. So currently, it is now uh, NXT 5 to AEW's 3 to SmackDown's 2 to Raw's 1. So this week, we are now voting right now. So for me, I have it as AEW, NXT, SmackDown, and then Raw. That's my my four ways of voting. Tony, what's your way you got it? I have Raw because I have it at 2.37. It's the only one that made the two. And this one... And this is why I brought up uh, the when I had said that NXT was a 1.81 because I gave AEW a 1.8. It was at mm. 1.80. Okay. So between those two off of going off of my scores, it's uh, NXT, then AEW, then SmackDown. 
But I mean, the thing of it is, between NXT and AEW, it was either either one. But uh, gotcha. going off of my my uh, ranking or uh, my ratings here, it's uh, Raw, NXT, AEW, and then SmackDown. But like I said, NXT and AEW was just so close. Yeah. Got you, Clay. What are you? What's your vote this week? For me, I got AEW, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. How uh, right. my rating. So are we going to stick with our ratings? We're going to go AEW, all right. So AEW now has four. So NXT, five, AEW, four, SmackDown, two, Raw, one. Still early in the game. We got plenty of time to catch up. All right, Tony, it is time for the book. All right, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous. No, I'm going to change it. We put the most diabolical. Thing <laughs> doesn't have the same ring. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, 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 and, and it fucks me up too. Can I? Can I? I'm, rewind. Start. <laughs> Those that are new to the show, we basically put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and we do it to get a good laugh, and we also do it because uh, they do it all the time, or it's, it's ridiculous, churlish, diabolical. All right, I said it. <laughs> you guys ready? Yes, sir. Coronavirus. Stays just a little bit longer. Dragon breath. Stays. Roman's choppers. Stays. The way. Stays. AEW rankings. Stays. Tony's hatred for Sasha because he sucks. Stays. <laughs> Clay. Stays. Why? Hey, don't even just respond, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Heyman's uh, googly eyes. Let me tell you something. On SmackDown, <laughs> he didn't say almost anything the whole damn show until the end. But the way his facial expression, <laughs> like, <laughs> Paul, man, you're cracking. And and you know what? He's doing that shit on purpose. Yeah, He's doing yeah. it on purpose. Oh my god. Um, Morrison's cockadoo to do. Stays. Sasha's ghetto laugh. <laughs> Stays. Stays. Apollo's non-accent. He stays. Uh, Drew's storytelling. He did it again. Bro, again. Who's telling him to say this? Somebody. I, f- I feel like this one was the worst one that he's done. Yeah. Yeah. You th- you think? I think the very first one he did was the worst one. Yeah. Uh, oh, he stays. Terrible. Baldy Sam's go fuck yourself. Fuck him. Aziz's jacket. Stays. Jake the Snake's choppers. Stays. stays. Rick's Debbie Downer. Ah, you can take that out. (laughs) (laughs) Ricochet's missing gear. Stays. Ginger's beard ball spot. Stays. Yeah, it stays until we see him again. Yeah. And the new entered into the book, Bianca's banana booty butt. Stays. I just love saying it. So, all right, that's it for the show. Uh, after we close out the show, we're going to play the five-second shuffle uh, game. Uh, right now, Rick holds the title of it and is braggadocious about it. And uh, it's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week where we give you more content. And wait, is the Money in the Bank next weekend or the week after? 
I think the week like, after. Yeah, okay, well, then yeah. we won't give you the pay-per-view points game for that. We'll just give you the regular show that we normally do. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man. Clay Cummings. In the third wheel. Rick Serrano Luther. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right. Okay, so Rick, being that you are the champion, you have to decide whether you want to go first or pass it off to Clay. I will let my man Clay go first. All righty. Clay, right. this one is for you. Did Rick make the right decision? Who the hell knows? But we'll find out right now. Yeah. Three C's, my Mark Henry. Yes, Mark Henry. Mark yep. Henry. There you go. Okay. One nothing. Rick, this one's for you. Yep. Oh my god. Is that uh is that APA? No, it is not. Good guess though. Clay for the steel. Is that demolition? No, it has the same ring to it though. So that's that was another good guess too. I knew you guys would go into that route, but it was the Ministry of Darkness. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yes, the Ministry of Darkness, which I you know what? This is probably one of the unforgotten entrance songs. Yeah. In my opinion, because it does sound similar to demolition too. So, mm-hmm. but good guesses, but unfortunately not it. Uh, so it's still one nothing. It goes to Clay, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, here you go. Are you ready? Are you ready, boy? Uh, is that Sable? No, it is not. Rick for the steal. Are you ready, boys? Is that uh, Jacqueline? No, it is not. It's Medusa. Fuck! Oh, darn Wanted it. to say it. Yes. And we had it before, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought, I was like, uh, one of them might get it, but you didn't. Yeah. All right, Clay's still up one nothing. Rick, this one goes to you. Yep. <laughs> What's her name? Um, Time is up, sir. Maurice. Fuck. Clay for the steal. Is that Maurice? It's Maurice, yes. Why did you say it after? Uh, <laughs> he knew it. He yeah. knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right. Clay's up 2 nothing. It goes to Clay. He can be up 3-0. Yes. Is that Cody Rhodes? Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. 3 nothing, Rick. Is this going to be the first ever shutout? No. No. <laughs> Here you go. No clue. Ha- uh, rockers. No, it is not. Clay for the steal to be up 4 0. You guys are like this. Is that Disco Inferno? No, it is not. Dang it. It is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yep. I knew it was fucking uh, somebody like that. Yeah, but the, you you were the closest though. That was still yeah. a good guess. It sounded yeah. almost similar. Almost similar. Uh all right. So it goes who's it on? Me. Clay. Clay. Clay can yep. be up four nil with this one. Will it be a softball? Here you go. We'll take a guess. Rusev. Yes, it's Rusev. I was gonna fuck you and say no, it's Miro. Is it not Alexander Rusev? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me see. 
No, it's Rusev. <laughs> it's just Rusev. All right. Clay is up 4 0. Rick, this one's for you. Owen Hart? Yes, Owen Hart. <laughs> the nation's song. Yes, yes. All right, four to one. Clay can win it with this one. The Miz. Yes, The Miz. Wow. Wow. Just a one-week reign. I, whoa. Don't, don't let me say that again. <laughs> 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 that one up. Clay is the new five second shuffle champion. Uh, Rick, your thoughts on this loss? This was this was pretty bad. This was bad. It was a bad choice made. I'll come back next week. That's, that's, that's all there I got go. to say. You're not Ricky Two Belts no more, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We don't own uh, the rest. I love you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs>